Fancy. You know, Ooh. the only trouble is we're going to be looking the wrong way now. We're going to because we can up. see ourselves on a screen and our vanity is going to take over. Yeah. You can't see, but well, you can see we've got a brand new setup in the old Crewcast studio. So this is, uh, yeah, it's all going on. We're still deciding whether we want these mic arms or not, but new table, new look, better lighting, and we've got a screen over behind us here now yeah, just there. so we can see exactly what's going on all the time so less technical issues we've got it hooked up to the camera as an external thing so it might get past the 30 minute time limit of doom that we've been dealing with yeah uh it might I'm not still we doubtful, don't know but yeah <laughs> but we'll, we'll see you're gonna have the trouble of us just staring at this screen of us on it now because <laughs> it's kind of cool to look at it's and huge. it's so massive <laughs> we need to put that just behind the camera or oh. Well, don't be messing up my office. That's my office. Yeah, when fuck you're not your here. office, mate. What about yeah. this? I wonder if we could just temporarily put it there if there was a way of like easily just. You just want to hang shit on walls. That is every I your want... solution to everything is wall mount it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's the easiest solution. You want to, to wall mount a cam? You want to... Lou wants to put a wall mount. It's because to the, just the, put the camera on for when the we come position, in. Position it, it changes ever so slightly every time. <laughs> and there's always like a bit of time. I'm just thinking about efficiency. I'm optimizing <laughs> everything, making it streamlined. Well. Efficiency-wise, listen to this, it's Friday morning. And we, right, listen, I'm going to apologize right now to everybody who's watched us from the beginning for the lack of whiskey and cigars that has been on this goddamn show. There has not been many whiskey. Should Fuck we get a cigar me, do it. I'll do a cigar at yeah, 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I'll do a cigar as well. <laughs> yeah? All right. You inf- you inform the people what's happened to your, your yeah. old granddad hip. Yeah, okay. Right, so uh, <laughs> the big news of the week. Fuck. It's pretty big. Yeah, it is pretty big, actually. So this actually happened, um, so it's Friday now, and this happened last Tuesday. I've torn my hip flexor. I don't know, I still don't know how bad it is yet. I'm going back to a physio next week. I've already been in once. But uh, yeah, I was unable to lift my leg up at all. Literally been dragging it along with me. Um, At first, it was quite a lot of pain. And I just thought that the the pain was, well, the pain was the thing that was stopping me from elevating my leg because, you know, you, you don't, I wasn't like deliberately trying to move any more than I needed because it hurt. And then after a few days, the pain kept going away like less and less and less. And then there was no pain at all. And I still was completely unable to move my hip flexor, uh, well, hinge from the, the hip and, uh, that's when I started to think, oh shit, um, I've heard sometimes when people completely detach something, they don't get that much pain because it's detached. So uh, yeah, that was a, a bit of a concern, managed to get in and see a physio and um, he he said that it's a bad tear, but he doesn't think that it's completely detached. So that's always a bonus, but um, I still haven't got the all clear that there won't be a surgery required um, because he said it is pretty bad. Um, There was that much inflammation there that he was not really able to kind of get a good idea of how bad it was, though. I'm baffled that you got no pain. Yeah, he was. He he said it's really unusual, and I just I did tell him that I'm fucking hard as nails. We're just scientific marvels. Look at me, me with my bicep, one third of the time healing that they reckoned. Yeah, and you with your no pain nearly detached hip flexor yeah so i've got to go back on tuesday to basically have 
another little check over and then potentially go in for a scan based on his findings. Right. You all right? Yeah, we've got the screen now, so I have to centralise everything or it'll really annoy <laughs> So, not, not great So, are you news. actually getting an MRI or something done? So, potentially I'll have an MRI based on how bad he thinks it is next week. But the last two days, there has been some noticeable improvements. It went from zero movement. Like, I literally, like, cannot elevate my leg at all. Like, every time I get into the car, I have to grab it and pick it up and put it in the car with me. Watching you go upstairs is... Yeah. A bit yeah. scary though. Yeah, it's just... You, it's literally like dead leg. Dead leg. I got the dead leg. Yeah, so I have to put my... My right leg is the good leg. My left one's the bad one. So my right leg goes first. Then I stand up. So then the left leg can just step yeah, on just the step. Kind of, I can't peg do... Leg it up the step stairs. up, step up. I have to do one step. One step. Um, um, it's got the little seal of approval on the... Portugal. Portugal. Where I got these cigars from. Oh, they smell good. It smells like horses and hay and countryside. Oh, I want to go ride horses again soon. Hmm. I haven't ridden for a little while. And we're riding my... St- oh, well, no, I'm not going to tangent just yet. No, is, no. Is, is your hip flexor story still going? So, I haven't actually said how I did it. What? Because, yeah, I'll just... So, because uh, you don't know, do you? Sexual activity. Yes. I reckon yeah. you're going for a Kama Sutra number 72. Violent thrusting. <laughs> Got me. Every, every time. Violent thrusting. <laughs> so... Yeah. It it was consensual on it, Your Honor. It was just violent thrusting. Yeah, just very violent. So it was actually a jiu-jitsu. You sir are going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was actually a jiu-jitsu, unfortunately. What um, will you? Right, I'm I'm gonna start. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a ban. We're all gonna put a ban on you doing jiu-jitsu. Mm. You're losing your hair. You're breaking your hip. The other week you came in crippled with the neck. You couldn't move. Yeah, yeah. It's. So, you know, I've been lifting for 14 years, 13 years, something like that. You've been doing and jiu-jitsu for four days and you can't walk. Yeah, but I, so I'm fortunately quite mobile in most places, okay. but there are certain areas of me that are very stiff. My neck is one and my hips are another. Those are two areas of, thank you, mate, they've always been super tight. And normally what I do, I will spend a good 10 or 15 minutes beforehand specifically stretching out my hips and my neck. So boring that though, isn't it? Is, but after I did a couple of sessions, I quickly realised I have to do this because it just hurts so bad if I don't. I did some abductor work the day before doing some uh, pendulum squats. Yeah. Night and day difference between set two and three. Yeah. Because I didn't do any before sets one and two. Mm. And I put the weight up on set three after doing some abductor work. Bink! Straight up. Mm. Better than the lighter sets. Yeah. I was like, damn you stupid stretch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And it was literally like... One the one session that I didn't I didn't get in early enough to do the warm up before their warm up because their warm ups just should, a, have you got a massage gun? Uh, no, you no. should get one of those. Yeah. Literally for a session, just run it up and down all your IT band, all your quads up, and and you can literally jam it into the top of your hip flexors mm. here. Because my buddy Mark had uh, he couldn't squat like literally couldn't squat his hips would jam up. If you tried to get him to just do a free squat, put your arms out and, you know, squat yeah. down, yeah. he would roll onto his toes. He could watch his hips jam up and he'd nearly fall forward. It was like a nightmare. <laughs> he literally spent like four weeks every night yeah. gunning his penal area. Yeah. And uh, he, he's never seen a prouder bloke walk into his mouth and go, let's watch this, and just squats down like a baby and yeah. pings back up. Yeah. He was like, it was my hip flex the whole time. Yeah jamming me up and we'd like taking him into the gym and try to train him through squat motions you know rolling out gripping with your toes driving with your glute or the whole thing mm-hmm. all the hip flexors just jamming him up for years though we're talking like 
six years he's been like this, yeah, just thinking his, something was knackered, like his mm-hmm. whole mechanic, mechanics were knackered. Just his hips. Yeah, it's not a surprise. I think uh, hip flexor is a weird one because they don't do a huge amount. But we sit a huge amount. Yeah, so they can they can get very tight. So, uh, and this is a, an issue that I've literally had from a teen, having tight hip flexors, and then going through a job where I was driving loads, doing shitloads of squatting, all these other yeah. things, just lifting in general. You're going to stiffen up a little bit. And yeah, I didn't do didn't do my my warm up before the warm up, and then you know halfway through the class, just got caught. Actually, it was towards the end of the class, got caught in a an awkward position. It was actually like a you know have you heard of a bow and arrow choke? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're basically behind you. You yeah. they've got they're going in for like a choke, but to stop you rolling away, they hook your legs and then pull them in, so you're getting twisted that way and you're getting choked that way. Ooh, nice. But they only managed to hook the one leg. So as they pulled, I was getting twisted this way and my leg got kind of pulled back behind me. you were me. yanking the other way as well, yeah. I assume. Counter-yanking. Yeah, so it got kind of pulled Technical back. Term, that is, the counter-yank. Imagine someone in cage side. Counter-yank, counter-yank. Oh, I know what it means. I know what it means. So, um, <laughs> and yeah, it just imagine being put into like a, a, a rear foot elevated split squat position, mm. but quite quickly and with force that's basically what happened yeah so um, it was a snap motion bang but i, I like i felt like a felt little a bit pop. of discomfort i don't know if it was a pop it was i was more focused on the choke that was the thing that i was concerned about at the you time you had hip, any like hip issues before you get up feeling tight and stuff like that after training i just get tight hips that never actually caused me an issue with lifting i though. wonder if you've just been slowly tearing it over time and then it's gone in that jerky motion potentially but uh, or it could it, be like my bicep because mm. this because i popped it down at the bottom you, you, if your bicep tendon's got the top, that's wear and tear. Mm. The bottom bicep tendon, which is the one obviously ripped straight off the bone, that's a singular moment. Mm. And I asked, I asked the doctors this, a surgeon even. I said, "Is this a buildup over time?" He's like, "No, it's a singularity. Mm. Like just, it just it's a, a moment of where everything's just in the wrong place for that one split second." Yeah, for me, I feel that I don't know for a fact, but I'm fairly confident that it was. Like I'm, I've never had much joint pain at all like i get a little bit of tightness so as the moral of the story is do you stretching and warm-ups before doing dynamic move dynamic stuff yeah don't um, just go out for a run out your front door do yeah you stretching don't just go out and start sprinting up hills do you stretching first yeah and i i have been doing the thing that we always say we shouldn't do and burning the candle at both ends like i've been oh my god like literally how last week i was much? saying how much you literally said that you were fatigued yeah what was happening when i did this yeah. i was fatigued long long week it was a weekend i'd had a long week minimal sleep you minimal sleep mm. minimal sleep i swear to god is the thing because who else was it that damaged themselves oh um the guy on instagram who we were talking about the other week um long hair chinese yes yeah him yeah. same thing Tories peck yeah. first thing he said fatigued from traveling hadn't mm. slept this is huge. Yeah. It's huge for yeah. getting I'd, these damaged things in. Yeah, I'd, I'd been getting probably five to six hours sleep a night. It's not enough. All, like for probably three weeks beforehand. Even even with your dirt, even with your TRT on the roll, you should be sleeping like a bear. It's, it's time. I just don't have enough hours in the day at the moment. I've literally yeah. just been I've like, fuck, the other day I was like... Naps. Yesterday, 6.30 in the morning, finished at half nine at night. Like that's just... Power naps? Can you power nap? No, hang on. Honestly, it's been it's just, just been busy, really, and um, that's not you know. And I've been trying to trying to keep consistent with my training, so I'm squeezing my training sessions in. I was getting to BJJ like twice a week for like normally about two hours a time, getting like four lifting sessions in a week for about an hour and a half, two hours a time. 
as well as just being super busy and working on my garden in the spare time. It's oh, just yeah, like... you've got a garden as well today. I didn't so see that. Yeah, there's just been loads going on. And so... it's... normally, I when I start to like get extremely busy, I'll like mentally start burning out. My body's never been the first thing to give out on me. Yeah, I'll like I'll just get to a point where I'm just frazzled and I need to have like a, a bit of a break. But yeah, apparently, uh, and but I don't know whether the TRT was actually helping because like mentally, I've been even though I've been so busy, Focus. I've been felt I felt very resilient. I felt like I got super mad in the gym again last night. Oh really? Yeah. Guess why? Phones texting. Yeah, yeah. motherfucker on his phone. Every time I look up, this dude like he came and sat next to me, did one set. Give you the perspective. One set of weights that are, like doesn't count as a set. Mm. He's a biggish bloke as well. Yeah. Like doing the same exercises as me. I did five sets, intense sets, yeah, with a heavier weight than I normally use for that lateral, like lateral raises. I normally use like tens, but I was in like mood, so I was on like twelve and a halfs. Yeah, yeah. stepped up to the man weight. Yeah. But like twelve and a half from ten is a big change on a lateral. Yeah, so when, the way that. I do laterals, which is very focused, and I pause at the top and hold and squeeze and all that. And then what I would do is I, I've started doing this thing now. You know, we talked about getting steps in, in between your sets. Mm. So every time now I walk away for fifteen seconds and walk back for fifteen seconds, and then in my next set appears because I do thirty seconds rest when yeah. I'm doing the volume stuff. Um, I did five sets in the time it took him to do one set and scroll through Instagram. Yeah. I was pissed because he was right fucking next to me and then he was in my eye line. Yeah. Still on the same well, fucking like bench. In the mirror just looking at him. I couldn't not. But he was here's the weird thing. So I was doing I was finishing up my shoulders on like an angled shoulder press, which is actually really nice now I've got no shoulder pain. Mm. Um and I was I had my music on I'm like going, come on motherfucker, let's go. Last set bitch, last set bitch. Because I trained three body parts. Mm. So I'd done I'd already done my quads, chest and the, I'd already done the previous shoulder exercise, so this is the last set, and I'm in there, and like, motherfucker, let's go, let's go. Counting my sets, and, and I'm, I'm in the zone at that point. So when I put that thing down, I'm knackered, and the first thing I see in my line is this motherfucker still scrolling on Instagram. I'm like, motherfucker, out loud. I was like, motherfucking bitch. Like, I said it out loud, because it pissed me off, because he's pulling me out of my zone. And all I can think of is, how fucking shit is it that you can't spend an hour with yourself? Yeah. How how much do you dislike yourself to not be able to just be in the moment in the gym and not, you know, every other fucker in there, he was, he was one motherfucker who was in my eye line. It just, I don't know, it winds me up. I want to see a motherfucker working when I put that set down. And like, surely you watch it. And he kept looking at me. It's Royd Rage. He kept like... looking at me. <laughs> Royd like, Rage. But in the middle of his sets. <laughs> oh God, I hate that when people do that. And then so, they're, they're trying and you get that like split glance, second of eye contact. Look, yeah, like... yeah, that nink, nink, the eyeball <laughs> glink, the clink, clink. <laughs> I was like, glink, glink, look at him. Not only can you not concentrate in between your sets, during your set, you're glink, glinking onto me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Jesus, man, you need to sit there and look at yourself in a mirror for 10 minutes every day and learn to be looking at and look with yourself. You're fucking glink, glinking me. I remember, <laughs> you know, that's just reminding me of something. So when I, so this was in my second house when I had um, a garage set up and had a squat rack in there and I had a, so I don't think oh, I've ever. Hang on. Cigar cheers, because we can't do whiskey. Clink. clink, clink, Portuguese cigars. Right, you carry on and light this bad boy up at 10 in the morning. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, in that first house, garage setup, squat rack, a barbell, probably 200 kilos of plate, some adjustable dumbbells, somewhere to do pull-ups and dips, and that was it. It was brilliant training. That was like Black Country Barbell version one, pretty much. And uh, I had a, we had a, an old couple that lived next door to us, and eventually they moved. 
probably because of me. And uh, <laughs> we got we we got a new neighbour in, and his name was Damien. And oh. he was. Were you at number six six five? And he was. He at was the devil. Uh, so he kept head tattoos. He was. He, oh, you are kidding? Yeah, he, he went actually full ball. Like so, it. this was probably like ten years ago. He had like your kind of hairstyle, but it wasn't as long. So shaved on the side, but long beard. Um, but it was just a bit more of an unkept beard. But yeah, head tattoos, fully like used to do, used to take loads of gear, but doesn't do anything anymore. And um, he was. I liked him, even though he was mad. <laughs> uh, like, he was a bit... He was just a bit bizarre. He was probably one of the oddest people I've ever actually met. Um, he did a lot of... I'm not even going to go into some of these unusual things that he used to do. But uh, anyway, he... Like, so his pressing was still stupidly strong. Like, he was he was a... Considering he barely was training at this point, his pressing was strong. But, yeah. like, you know, his squats weren't too great. Um but he always was trying to like make sure he kept up with me because he was a bigger guy, um, and I was still squatting quite like I squatted quite frequently then. So yeah. all of my working sets were at least three plates plus. Um, and I remember that like he used to, I swear he used to over exaggerate his level of intensity. Do you know what I mean? Like he was, yeah, he was there like, like overplaying all over like ah yeah he was like overplaying the amount of effort like he didn't really need to be grunting at that point but yeah. he's still like ah, ah. whilst looking you yeah but, then, but there'd, be, there'd be like a, oh he do the glink so, glink yeah so he, the, he'd be like looking forward squatting and then he'd go ah <laughs> <laughs> like that just oh like, my glance God. over just to make like, sure I was watching. This, ah, what, this, ah. what, this is what's happening in his head. And then as he goes to look at you, he's like, recognize me, recognize me. <laughs> approve, approve. Yeah. That's what it is. Because there's no self-confidence, really. There's yeah. a lack of self-confidence, I'm telling you. Oh, That's why God. this guy was glink, blinking me the other night, because he knew. I was looking at him like, you on your fucking phone. Yeah. Like, and next, I kept, I had to walk away so many times. It was good because I was getting more steps in because I had to walk further away to yeah. come back. But I was like, how can it be that I'm walking up and hitting set after set. You can see I'm training like well. You can see I'm training better than you, but faster. How is it not waking your ass up to maybe get off your phone? I know. Like, well, how much do you want me to do? Just kick your phone out your hand? Just, I don't know, man. But the thing was, is he was kind of jacked. Maybe he's on like a... It's a deload A week. deload but even my deload weeks, you still mind. You still should be in the gym on your own. And he was literally weight down. And as it, you know, when you have to lean back a bit to put the weight down, he didn't. He didn't come out of the lean until he leant further back to grab his phone to then sit back up. Right. Yeah. So it was, it was like a double lean, seamless, seamless grip and go. Yeah. So I love how angry you get at these people. Oh, fuck. It's just. Do you know how lucky you are to be able to go to the gym? And do you know how good it feels for me when I get in there after battling not wanting to go because it's a drive or whatever, and then get there. But every time I'm there, I'm fucking free. Mm. I want them to have that feeling. It's almost an anger that they're missing out on something. It's like people who say they don't like Indian food or they don't like oh, French yeah, yeah. food. Yeah. I'm like, well, have you tried? And they've had like a vindaloo or one dish and decided the entire cuisine is unedible. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's You're missing out on one of life's greatest pleasures. Yeah, people like, literally just almost, they just box, yeah. box certain things off, don't they? I feel like that's what they're doing. Yeah. Please don't be on the phone near me in the gym. I get mad. And there's some, t- <laughs> there's some guy messaging me um, on Instagram when I got home. He was like, 
uh, highlights. Just wanted to say, you know, I followed for a while. Uh, didn't didn't want to say hello to the gym because you were in you were clearly in beast mode. <laughs> I just said anyone back going, no, dude, I was just pissed off about the dude on the phone in front of me. <laughs> Funny if it was the guy who was messaging you. No, it wasn't. I checked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he he like noticed how much of like a zone and pissed off I was in. Hmm. You know, just fucking. I suppose it kind of pushed me a bit more because I was like, I'm I'm going to show you how many sets I can do in the time that you've scrolled through nonsense. You know, it's one of those. But I left the gym in like a high, I was high, but also angry. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes being pissed off when you're training is good though, isn't it? Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, especially when I was younger, like I was always pissed off training. That was like, that was definitely an outlet for me. I actually had a, a bit of a, a time period where when I started to get happier, I struggled to get in the zone as much with my training because I didn't. You were too bouncy. It, I felt like I'd lost. I'd lost all the the things that were motivating me, uh, like when I was younger, because I, you know, went in angry, pissed off at all the shit that had gone on, and people that fucking, yeah. like, you know, pissed me off. And as I kind of matured and grew up and moved past a lot of that, I did have a little bit of a phase of just like I don't really know, like I don't know how to bring intensity without being angry. Music, yeah, but the, it was it was just like a learning process. I think yeah. um, I'd been I'd used anger as a as a crutch for motivation, I suppose. I suppose yeah, anger is not always the best motivator, is it? It's uh, it is a useful one. It's but it's good definitely... at times, but like in a fight, if you get angry, you often lose. Yeah. So sometimes it's more you need energy, and for me, music does that for me. Mm. Like so, it's it's aggressive energy. But it's still just energy, yeah. and you can channel. It's channelable. Anger, anger is like Erratic. uncontrolled, yeah. crazy energy, like like this. Whereas, like your, your your music vibe energy or something that fires you up is very tunnel visioned and, and directed and yeah. directable. That's the skill set. Mm. So I can I'm good at doing that. I know what music does that to me as well. I know what tunes to put on yeah. to make that happen. So if I'm feeling a lull or there's a big set coming up, I'll literally change this track to whatever is. Yeah, same for me. I um, I pretty much exclusively save my... I know you don't, but I pretty much exclusively save my music for training now. There's very, very few times where I will listen to music that's... Because um, I almost want to save that to make it as potent as possible. Do you know what mm. I mean? I feel like the more I listen to music, the more I kind of get used to its effects. So See, I just don't listen to the same type of music. Yeah, My daytime music's very different to gym music. I, can't, yeah. I don't listen to... Uh, the song rot in the middle of the day <laughs> you know yeah it's 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 not pleasurable yeah it actually makes me cringe yeah. it's like oh no turn that off too much yes in the gym it's like perfect it's the only thing i want on it's weird because yeah and i did have a uh i put on you know when they do the the spotify suggested lists yeah i thought do you know what i'm gonna, I'm gonna expand my horizons mm. and i found a couple of good songs none of them good for the gym all great for riding a motorbike yeah, but they were too soft. Like it because of what I listen to in the day. Spotify thinks that's my mainstream. Yeah, yeah. So that just showed. Yeah, but perfect because as of Wednesday, well, there's two. We've got two more other cool bits of news. Uh, also, I'm jealous of this Dick House T-shirt, but she's already kind of cracking though, mate. Yeah, I know. But it might look cool once it's all rugged up. Yeah. How have you done that though? That looks like you've gashed it. Is that a nipple? Hard nipple moment. So my, I don't think my nipples are over there. Maybe it went wicked. <laughs> Dragged over it. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I, was, I, you, I bet something. you've dragged that on something. Probably picking something up. Yeah, no doubt. I was probably That'd working in the garden with it. Yeah, or yeah. even a plate or something like that. It'll definitely be something. Yeah, I bet you put a plate on it. Anyway, oh, my, I'll, I'll see how much it's to order too. Um, I was going to say yeah. So my news is Wednesday. I 
I'm off to France mm. on my steel horse. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm well jealous I am. Oh, mate, I'm so excited. But it's it's got better. So originally it was me and my buddy Mark. Mm-hmm. And then Lee, who comes out riding with us as well, who's been on the podcast before, Mr. Lee Hutchinson, Mr. Timber Builder. He was like, what, what, what are you getting the bike ready for? Yeah. Like, oh, I mean, Mark is going to troop into France and go see my sister in Bordeaux. So we're going to ride. I'll tell you what we're going to do after. Um, because Mark's never been abroad on the bike and it's one of his things. And he was like, would there be room for another? Hello. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, of course. Yeah. But we just didn't think because he's on like a, you know, he's got work. So yeah. the week and we're going midweek and mm. Mark kind of booked it off his work well in advance. So he was like, yeah, if you want to come. So now it's three of us trooping through. So we're going to go from here on the six on the morning. We're going to ride down. Now we were going to get the tunnel, but fuck you tunnel guys, whoever runs your pricing system, motherfuckers jacked the price up. Yeah. From one day to the next, it went from being about a £90 return to £158 in, in a 12-hour period. Yeah. They just went, dates changed, jack it up. Unbelievable. So we're like, well, check the ferry then. Oh, I get bad seasickness. Oh, really? Do you? Yeah, bad, Oh, dude. this is going to be yeah. hilarious. Like, I have to sit somewhere where I can't see anything and just be, like, rocking, going, I'm on a train, I'm on a train, I'm on a train. <laughs> And definitely a train, definitely a train. <laughs> so this is going to be fun. I'm hoping that having two other guys there keeping me entertained will distract me from the seasickness. Yeah. Either well, that or I'll just be on the side hurling. Yeah. Hurling. And you know your food you get on the ferry is not good. No. It's like chips and gammon. Yeah. Oh, a bit of gammon. I mean, I've had gammon like, in ages. It's never good. Oh, I like gammon if it's done right. Yeah, I had it bad last time I had it, so it's kind of put me off for a while. Yeah. You know, it's super salty. Like, all gammon super salty. Yeah, but like super salty. All right. When it's like almost Like literally keep, keep you up at night because you're dying of dehydration. Yeah, like you put it in your mouth and your face goes... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I have three pounds of water, please? <laughs> um, yeah, so we said, fuck you. And the ferry was 70, 70 quid mm. return. Yeah. 35 pounds each way. So, but what we've done now is, so it's going to take us four and a bit hours to ride down just to get to, so you go to. Probably good to stretch your legs a little bit. on Well, that's it, you see. So you go to Folkestone anyway to get to Calais through the tunnel. Dover's literally next door. You're talking 15 minutes difference maybe. So, but yeah, it's an hour and a half on the ferry where it's like 40 minutes on the, on the tunnel. But the tunnel, there's nowhere to go. You ride your bikes in, you all park them parallel to one another and then you stand by your bike for 40 minutes. Mm. There's no real, there's like usually a toilet that's rancid and someone's shitting it too much and filled it and it's flooding and then there's a hairdryer in there as well, which was useful when we got on it before and it was like pissing with rain and I had had my gloves under the hairdryer trying to um, but other than that it's not very comfortable and then you're straight back on the bike to then ride again whereas on the ferry you can sit down you can get a drink you've got an hour and a half to kind of decompress yeah. so then we're going to push four hours some of them have got arcades I don't know whether the uh, oh yeah they just arcades yeah. yeah they do yeah, yeah. I've seen those yeah I'm not going in them I don't, don't find no, I don't like paying a pound a game you're such a tight arse no I just don't like being ripped off <laughs> I'm like this thing's going to kill me I've got three lives for a pound yeah, I like five. Yeah, I always used to go on them when I, I used I, to go to Ireland. I was always on the fifty p go. I'd ever do. But a pound is too much. It's a family pack of Kit Kats. <laughs> and anyway, so now what it means is because we get the hour and a half on the ferry, we're going to dr- ride another four hours when we hit France, which means we can get deeper down. Yeah, in, to get through that northern sector. But what we're doing is we're going down the west coast. So we're going to. Going to uh, Mont Saint. Oh, let me tell you this. This city is freaking cool. Now, I want you to Google this if you're listening to us. Just give me two seconds to find out what the name is called because I know exactly where it is on the map because I have been doing all the Airbnbs 
because the boys apparently are retarded at it. Lee, Lee claimed to know, never know what Airbnb even was. Well, he knew what it was. He was like, I've never ever used it, not a clue. Mont St. Michael, right? It's mm-hmm. this. <clears throat> so we stay on the first night somewhere up near Rouen, I think it's called. On, on the west coast but on the second day so the first day is just grind get your distance get mm. it done punch your way into France yeah. then we've got this lovely little chateau that we're staying at on the first night which I found which includes breakfast which I found which includes soft beds and pillows and really good reviews which I found well done <laughs> I want a badge after all this the only one I've not booked yet is Bordeaux although Lee did send one through so bear in mind I've got us a chateau with breakfast in the morning probably a glass of wine on arrival yeah. Beautiful grounds, mm. lovely. Yeah. And it's about, oh, here's a great thing. When you're traveling threes on motorbikes and stuff, mm. you'll love this even more. Overall price for a night's stay at these places, 90 quid. It's 30 quid each. Okay. And that's every night where you go along. It costs you like 20 to 30 pounds Real? each. And you're staying in like little flats and stuff like that. Okay. Or you'll have some, you'll be staying in someone's house where they cook for you. It's fucking cool. Sweet. Usually on a farm. Because like the north of France is so sparse. Yeah. yeah. You just stay in these mass, these lovely places for f- next to nothing. When we stay on the second night, we're staying in this really like boutique, funky hotel. Well, not a hotel, like a chateau thing, but you get rooms in the chateau. Um, and uh, it's, I think it's the most expensive one we're going to be doing. It's like 33 Thirty-two fifty each, including like just being bang in the middle of a place called Quimper, which is where we're staying, which is like a sea, uh, this really old old town yeah. on the on the west coast. How sick's that? Yeah, that's class. Thirty-two pound fifty. Bargain. Big double bed each and everything. Yeah. How long are you there for? So we go from the we set off on the sixth and we get back on the eleventh. So we do a three day trip down, full day in Bordeaux, and then a two day ride back nice. straight through. But. This, where we're going, Mont Saint Michael, that's what like our midway stop on the first day is our first like site yeah. before we get to our next destination, is a coastal town, a full town that gets cut off by the sea every day. It's absolutely stunning. So if you just go on Google now and Google Mont Saint Michael and look at it, it's a walled city in the sea. Mm. So we're going to go there and hopefully have some lunch. That. That's sick. Yeah. I think you can still get across. I think there's like a ferry that will take you over yeah. if you get there. Um, so that's that. And then we go to Quimper in the old town. Then we're going to come down the West Coast through La Rochelle and then down into Bordeaux where we'll meet my sister. And then she's obviously like, she lives in Bordeaux, fully fluent and everything like that. So she's going to take us to all the proper places, keep mm-hmm. us out of the tourist thing and show us around. That sounds class. Yeah. And then we just punch our way back up through France for the final two days. That is very cool. Yeah. Well, in terms of uh, bike news, I've got a little bit of bike news for everyone. Passed mm. me fucking theory, didn't hey! I? Hey! Yeah, so I passed my, passed my bloody theory. Um, I, I ended up literally only revising like the day before because, again, just was so, really busy. Remember, kids, if you want to pass something, do no work and then panic revision. Yes, the last panic. minute. That's all I did for my entire educational career. Yeah, I didn't panic have an revision. educational career. So, <laughs> so, so uh, but yeah, passed, did all right. Um, 48 out of 50. Yeah, 48 out of 50. What's the minimum? 47 or four. You can only get like three mm, or four wrong, can't you? No, you, I think it was 44. Shut up. You can 40, get six wrong. Yeah, 44. I think it was. Fuck off. I'm pretty sure when I did I'm it, if I you got, got three wrong, one. you were bald. Because I got a weird one about a tunnel, a weird one about a sign. That was what I was telling you to do. look out for those. Uh, the past mark, past mark is 43. What? Yeah. If you can't do seven wrong and you're still allowed? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. But I think everything that that's I've got heard, easier. That's got easier. Everything that I've heard, the hazard perception is the one that gets people because overclicking. 
Well, it's because you, you and when I was doing the tests, you can click too soon. You know what Mark was saying, and some of them, like you'd see a hazard, like a, you see a car's brake lights, sorry, a car's um, reversing lights come on as they're like going to pull off a drive. So you like click as a potential, yeah, which I did, and then you can go back and like review. And I was like, oh, that one was like clicked like a fraction of a second before they'd registered it as a hazard, even though it clearly was a hazard because the brake so the reverse didn't then register on. it as yeah. you had. So. Because I practiced these a few it's times before. It's subjective, beforehand. isn't it? Yeah, so afterwards, I basically would see a hazard, wait like half a second, and then click. Yes, yeah, um, And yeah, that that one, I got like 64 out of 75, and the pass mark was only 44. Because um, that's Nailed on like it. a point system. So yeah, it was... Nailed it, was, it. Yeah, so got that one done. Um, when the manager's back in work next week, I'm going to be talking to him about booking my week off because I just want to make sure that I'm not going to be interfering with anyone else's time off or anything and yeah i'll uh i'll be doing my direct access i don't oh, know whether that's to do so it. much fun i don't know whether to do it all in one go like because it's like, is it five day or you'll be limited to what their spacing is anyway yeah whether to do like two or three days then... they'll, they'll tell you what's best to do i think my dude had definitely had me riding days that the fact he had me riding two days back to back yeah when they were teaching me because you have a five days and then i think there was a bit of a gap and then we did one day just going over the routes and then obviously so you've done three days then mm -hmm. and then two of your days one includes the morning before your test or something yeah. like that if, if you're testing the afternoon mm -hmm. so they'll kind of get you riding the day before and the morning of yeah to get you ready to go through but or it might be that you have mod one and mod two so they have you riding the day before each okay so you do three kind of quite close but then your other two are saved for kind of prior to your um your test actual testing so you got you got the mod one which is where you're in like a little arena right and you have to do all the maneuver stuff like take a corner at a certain pace um do the three point turn thing without putting your foot down mm. no not three point turn the u-turn without putting your foot down yeah and you have to wheel the bike backwards into like a space without you know, we're doing all your silly checks. Yeah. Basically, everything you do, you just triple check every shoulder all the time. Just make it look like you're doing that check, was like, check, That check, was the answer check. to like 50 of the questions was, do the lifesaver manoeuvre. Do the yeah, lifesaver manoeuvre. And it is, it's true. You, 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 do, and it's, you do need to do it all the time. And it does. When when you use it and it, and it's and the thing is there that it's used for, yeah. you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Imagine if I hadn't. Yeah. But it just becomes a tick. Before you do anything, you just, yeah, just you a quick glance over your shoulder just to see there's no big thing there or anything mm -hmm. whizzing past. But the big thing with that one is when you go on the safety course thing, so you have to do all your little maneuvers and it's really grippy surface. It's like a outside tennis court style, you right, know, okay. like the rubber thing. Yeah. So the bike's really stable on it, even if it's piss wet through. Yeah. So everything's really, there's no worries about that. But they watch you even leaving the test area. Mm. And this is where people fail. They don't do shoulder checks whilst pulling out of the test area back right. to the office. Right. Which can be eight feet away. Yeah. But they watch you go out the gate still. The test, because then they'll say at the beginning, the test isn't over until I tell you it is now over. Yeah. So you have to, before you leave the gates, do your shoulder checks and shit before you leave. Right. Brakes, stop at the gate, check, then move out and right. pull it up three feet away. So you're just being extra cautious for the entire... Until he says the test is over, shoulder check, shoulder check, shoulder check. 
Right. Don't reply anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. I'll yeah. let you know next week when I've uh, when I've got that booked in because hopefully I will. Well, be able for to. anyone who's got their test coming up, just bear that in mind because so many people get caught out because they think it's over because they've done all the maneuvers and they just ride out of the test. Thing. Yeah, they so, oh, like, well, can go back to the office. Yeah, now. go back. We're going to head back to the office now, and it's literally the office will be outside of the gate of the test center, but they'll ride straight through the gate without stopping and checking anything, and it's like fail. You just went through oh, a junction without checking. Sneaky. Yeah, it's a motherfucker. Yeah, and it's naughty, really. Mm. I suppose they've got to like they want they want to know that you're actually going to apply it opposed to just oh just follow the rules just yeah. while we're here. Yeah. A good instructor will tell you this though. Yeah. Never mind you right before the test. Mm-hmm. And then your mod 2 is just you go out for a ride. Yeah. And all you have to do on that is make sure you keep distances from cars in front, abide by the speed limit, big one because it's so easy to not do 30. And then um when they tell you to pull over and do something you don't have to pull over straight away. Yeah. You can literally ride for another eight miles before you pull over. Yeah. It's your choice when you pull over. Find somewhere safe. Literally and... find the most clear spot you've ever seen with no cars parked anywhere. Yeah. And then pull over. Because I didn't. And he, luckily, right, I pulled over within like 100 feet, mm. which was silly because I could have kept riding for as long as I wanted. And I pulled over into a space luckily where I stopped was about 10 feet before where there was another car on the other side of the road parked. Yeah. So there was still a gap, but there was a lorry coming the other way. Mm-hmm. He said, if you'd have gone 10 feet further and stopped, yeah. I would have had to fail you because that lorry was coming the other way with an obstruction on the other side of the road, which he was going to have to go around, yeah. which then would have put you in danger. Yeah. He said, luckily you stopped just far enough back yeah, for, that for, for it to, for me to give allow it as clearance and it'd be like a minor mm. but he said just be careful with that but i had a really nice instructor like a test guy as well he wanted people to pass the test he yeah. did he wasn't there to fuck you yeah. he just just he was like you know watch that please yeah and other than that he's like you're good yeah okay yeah it's something to bear in so mind, when they say so when they say to do something yeah you do it in your own time yeah so just make it as easy as fucking possible. Well, I know with um, your normal driving test, you, like when they're giving you instructions, like your car driving test to like go a certain route, you don't actually have to, and you won't get fight, you won't get marked down for not following. I didn't the, know that. Yeah, following their directions, you don't have to. Are you sure? Yeah. Because isn't that ignoring instruction or being unable no, to you, follow direction? No, you don't have to go that route. I've got a tale for that. Yeah. I've got two tales of things you said. So you talked about the guy doing the glick glick yeah. eye mover. But he was training, he was geared up and you weren't. So yeah. he was like pushing it. I was. I used to train with a guy regularly in Manchester. Lovely bloke, uh, Craig. Really intelligent, really intelligent. And he looked, he had like an Arnold look about, a bit David Laid-esque looking, yeah. but blonde. Um, really, really nice kid. Really intelligent. And I think he's gone on to do really well. I think he's lived somewhere like Switzerland now doing kind of like a banking and shit. Yeah. He was really mathematically gifted and a good looking bass. You just never want to bring a girl near him. Like he's one of those guys. And uh, we were training for a while, and then he, he was like really getting into it, and he was catching me up quick. I was like, fucking, this is good, you know, pushing me, pushing me. And then after about three months of me fucking dying after all these workouts, yeah, motherfucker got on gear, yeah. And I was like, you motherfucker! So I've been get, I've been grinding my joints to dust trying yeah. to keep up with you, yeah. because Sneaky like you bastard. were the Padawan, and now you're fucking Darth Vader. <laughs> What a bastard. Motherfucker. And then he told me, I was like, son of a bitch. As if he didn't tell you for that long. I know. He proper, like, he started getting vascular legs. Yeah. And I was like, bro, look at your legs. Like, they looked awesome as well. Yeah. And I was like, he's proper jealous. And uh, yeah. And then he told me, I was like, son of a bitch. But then I felt better about myself because I was like, well, I kind of kept up. Yeah. 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 I kind of kept up. Yeah. It shows you just how much the uh, environment. You know, other can... than the crippling arthritis or stuff when I'm 60. 
<laughs> yeah, just imagine you just trying to keep up, doing yeah. like a Ronnie Coleman. <laughs> like, wait, buddy! <laughs> just in a wheelchair blown. for the rest of your life. Like two inches shorter after every leg session. <laughs> That's where we've gone wrong, right? Yeah, so that was... But he, I mean, he, he wasn't stupid, but he had a guy who was his mate, and this is how a part and parcel of it all, who was like gear-reliant and even geared up to the tits was never going to look good. Like never, yeah. just didn't have the genetics for it. Couldn't get abs, just didn't shape up well and was mm. juiced to nines. So he'd, you know, poke and poke and poke and poke and obviously had a dealer or whatever and um, mm. it, it got him doing it. And then probably regretted it because Craig looked fucking amazing <laughs> within like three months. And this dude was trying to compete and I'm not telling you, this guy was on, I met him, he was on everything. And before mm. I met him, you know, you have like a standard in your head of what you think he's going to look like. And yeah, you yeah. see him, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And he was just like yeah, completely normal. just looked like a bloke in a dirty bulk. Yeah. And, he, and then when he, oh yeah, just not good. And I was like, that is not worth your health, man. Like, I never said that to him, but like, yeah, you do, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I just, it was a real, when you see somebody and you're like, oh, it's not magic. Mm. Oh, it doesn't, doesn't beat genetics. No, no, of course he was it doesn't. growth and everything. Really? Like he get, I mean, everything, everything. To the point where you're just like, how how many times are you just like all day every day just jabbing yourself with shit? Yeah, I do wonder Tablets, that. Tablets, injections, like yeah. four different compounds. Because obviously doing TRT, like you, so you're doing daily. I'm doing like twice a week administrations. Yeah, and that for me, that's like I don't know. It seems like it's not a hassle by any means. But fucking hell, when people are taking because like I'm taking yeah, tiny amounts. You say I'm doing daily. Mine's like yeah, daily micro, micro micro needle, like it's. Yeah teeny wee it's like insulin needle so it doesn't even bleed mm. that must be different to these guys who are ja- they're putting That's what I mean, green yeah. freaking have you seen them yeah, yeah. Like, some of these big ass needles it's like this like... fuck that it lets leave a hole in you imagine that no wonder they get cysts and shit yeah and as well just the, imagine that amount of volume of oil oh, yeah. that can't oh, be good I felt where there's been like a little bit a of like a yeah like a slightly firm it dissipates after a day or two but and you see, but that's, that's, why, that's why I like the micro because yeah. it's not. I don't think you're building scar tissue or anything with this way. Yeah, and it's so easy. It's so easy. Mm, it's yeah. not a hassle at all. It's like you make your coffee, dink, and before your coffee's even finished, it's like don't it doesn't even bleed nothing. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I just can't imagine doing that nah. amount of shit. Surely that's imagine just like, so. And you must bruise, which means then when you go and sit down or do anything all day, mm. imagine having to do that whilst riding a bike through France. <laughs> Beep. No thanks. What are you gonna do? You're just gonna take everything with you and take well, one little. Yeah. Thing. Well, it's not everything. It's one little. Yeah. Um, insulin needle. Yeah. That's it. Fair enough. Super easy. Doesn't need chilling. Doesn't need cooling. No. And bink every day. Easy. Well, if uh, my hips dodgy, I am gonna start taking TB five hundred. Well, we're gonna buy that after this. And because uh, I want you, I want BP TB uh, BPC one five seven and TB five hundred. Yeah. Did you say BP five hundred? <laughs> I can't you just make a Terminator up. Yes, yes. T T five hundred, T five thousand. What was it? T one hundred, T five hundred, T one hundred. I don't know. I don't know, but I didn't like him. Yeah. And plus, he's going around looking for a little boy, and nobody questions it. I know. When you I'm, watch that back, it's really inappropriate. He has yeah. to keep a picture of yeah. the little boy. Good looking, good looking boy. boy. <laughs> Man, if I keep that. Oh, you pedo. Yeah. <laughs> what part of your software yeah. didn't detect that that was a criminal type tone? Yeah. But then I suppose back then, <laughs> pedophiles weren't as... I don't know, people didn't... like. Nowadays, people are super vigilant, but I yeah. feel like back then... Jimmy Savile hadn't been around to 
Yeah. I'm being busted at that point. Have you watched that on Netflix? No, I haven't. Mate, you need to watch that. Yeah, yeah. The way they've done it is like you think it's going to be horrible. Yeah. But it's just interesting. Really? Like, don't get me wrong. There's, there are moments. There's one moment in the second episode where you just feel a bit crushed yeah. for this poor woman who the way she describes what he did to her and how like she felt alone and everything with it. And she's clearly destroyed by it. Like, don't, she's got a husband and everything, which is nice, but and he's aware of everything. But you can see, like, it haunts her mm. daily. And he just got away with it and died normally. Like, yeah. nobody stoned him to death. Nobody stabbed him a thousand times with a small needle. Yeah. Maybe he, maybe he's come back as a dung beetle. No. We need, we, he needs that. to come back as a, a female duck. I don't know. What, is that a bad thing? Yeah, they get gang raped. Do they? Yeah, ducks are vicious. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. Maybe look at, he, he wants to come uh, back as maybe a, look at fucking parks a, in a, a whole targeted, different way now. A targeted female duck. That's yeah. what he needs to come back as. Well, how the fuck did we get onto this? Bird rape. Bird rape from Jimmy Savile from, from Terminator. What? From Terminator. From me not knowing. <laughs> this is the ultimate tangent. Okay, there we go. Right. Okay, back cigars to t- and tangents are back. TB. So yeah, BPC and TB five. So BPC one five seven. That's the one which helps with uh, rebuilding of like ligaments and tendons and capillaries. Um, and that, you need to be taking that alongside collagen as well, though, because I've forgotten the technical terminology. But basically, what it does is help build your collagen bridges. Collagen synthesis. No, there's something. It's there's a very technical term for it. Uh, it's but it, it, it's going to really. I should. I wish I sounded smart, but for everyone that needs to know this, when I give you information. I often have to research the technical words. I know what happens mm, in kind of a Lego movie kind of way. <laughs> like I know it's true and I know it's real, but I don't have all the technical terms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but I know it'll look good when it's done. Yeah. Um, so it's it's something like it helps. Oh, it's going to really bug me. It basically helps build the collagen bridges which which are, from which our tendons and ligaments are composed. Yeah. Um, so it basically... Improves the rate at which they can then heal across the tears, but it also improves the. Uh, it helps you build new capillaries, which obviously helps feed blood. Which obviously ligaments and tendons are notoriously bad for having blood supplies. Yeah. So that's another benefit, which is up, up and it uprates. It keeps that healing factor uprated for the time that you're on it. But six weeks you run BPC for because then after that it's kind of a point of diminishing return. Yeah. You need to come kind of back off it for like two or three weeks, and then you can do another round if you want to. Yeah. Which I did on my arm. I did one round and took three weeks off and then did another round whilst I was back into training. Yeah. Um, and then the TB500, that is a, it, it works long-term. Yeah. So that's what you're putting in now <clears throat> to run long-term to keep everything else healing, anything else that might be damaged in there now. It'll work systemically, which BPC does as well to an extent. Um, they both work systemically, but TB works to help with the joint mobility and everything as well. So you're less, it makes you more mobile. Right. Actually, it's, it's a, a similar, it's a, it's released when women become pregnant. Oh, so it yeah, helps but, open up their hips and everything. Right. So yeah, it actually makes you more mobile. So it'll be better for jujitsu and everything as well. You're less likely to snap things, which yeah. obviously part and parcel of lifting weights and stuff. It's, yeah. it's going to help with keep it, keeping you more mobile alongside your stretching and mobility work. You said one of them, is it TB, no, BPC that you inject twice a day? Yeah, so the BPC, only because you've got a full tear. Yeah. Now, if you just hurt something, tweaked it, you'd yeah. only need once. Yeah. But for me, whether they, they still, because of the limited amount of actual studies done on it mm. and we're, we're working off it's not pseudoscience there's a lot of actual scientists who have used these things there's a lot of data on it but there's no because we haven't had long-term studies that are conclusive 
it's like the dosages. They know where a minimum is, but they don't know where kind of your maximum threshold really yeah. is going to, because person to person, we're all so different. Mm. So we know that up to that twice a day, you're, you're going to definitely improve the amount that you you heal. If it's a, if, I, if it requires more healing, like a full tear or something like that, yeah. twice a day is going to be a decent level to go for. Some people do it three times a day or dose just higher twice. Oh, I think actually Imran did say you could take it up to three times a day. Yeah, so that's the current thinking. <clears throat> but that was the same with TB. But now what they're starting to realize with the TB500 is after the loading phase of like three weeks, you mm -hmm. can actually pull right back. Yeah. And only, you only need to... And, and the loading phase is even reduced. They used to do five milligrams every three days, yeah. which for like three weeks, which would double your amount you'd have to buy, which made it really expensive. Now it's five milligrams per week yeah. and then drop that after three weeks to only two and a half. Okay. Um, and that's and then you're good, and then you run that two and a half long term, just yeah throughout, and you can actually drop it a little bit lower. Some of the I've been talking to a lot of strong men who run it mm -hmm. long term, um, and people have found that uh, you, they're running it on around about two a, two a week mm -hmm. or something like that, two milligrams a week, and they and and they've seen the benefits of it. So it's, it seems to be really effective. Um, but that's you've got to be careful though if you're doing anything that's um, IOC tested or WADA tested because they have now banned BPC-157 as yeah. well as TB-500 yeah. um, which was inevitable because so many fighters and everyone started using it so obviously they heard about it and went oh well we're going to ban that yeah it's a shame really because it's not performance enhancing it literally just helps you heal up quicker but well, you could you could argue that TB-500 is performance enhancing because of how it allows you to become more mobile and heal and because you run it long term yeah. whereas BPC didn't get banned off as quickly as TB because BPC is a short-term thing mm. which is used just for healing a yeah. bit like I assume they would have rated it a bit like cortisol yeah. I don't know if, and cortisol is not illegal in some things is it you can, yeah. so but because it's not a long-term usable I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You could. The thing is, it's so I don't know what their standards slippery, are. Isn't it? You just like, well, because then you creatine well, improves performance. They tried like, to ban creatine yeah. in the UK. Did you see that? Yeah. Like about eight years or nine oh, years ago, they tried oh. banning creatine. It was like fuck off. Yeah. They managed to they managed to ban Hawthorne berry. Well, yeah. They, or, well, well, they couldn't ban it, but what they did was, if you wanted to sell Hawthorne berry, which bearing in mind it was a great natural product for um, helping reduce prostate cancer and lowering blood pressure, mm -hmm. so old people were taking it. So then what they did was, so they couldn't ban it. So what they did was they, any shop that wanted to sell Hawthorne Berry and a couple of other things they wanted to get banned off, they charged them a £50,000 license to be able to sell them, knowing full well that no shop's going to pay that because they're not making £50,000 worth of Hawthorne Berry sales. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Cunts. Yeah. Hmm. So, For what purpose? Old yeah. people were taking that shit yeah. to lower blood pressure. I'll tell you what purpose. Pharmaceuticals. So you had to go and get your blood pressure pills instead of Hawthorne Berry. Yeah, probably. It was because that's what loads of people were, like hundreds of thousands of people were using it for that purpose. Cunts. Yeah. So, yeah, there we go. So, yeah, we'll order that now because I had mystic, mystic Lex. Yeah. Literally, literally mystical. Yeah, saying, uh, just hold on a minute. We'll we'll just wait because normally they put a sale on the literally the next day, 20% sale. Yeah, kaboom. I yeah. felt it. Yeah, you could feel it. You could feel, it. feel it in your giblets. Yeah, yeah. So if you are ordering peptides, never order them at full price. Uh, but there are two websites in the UK which are really, really good and reliable. Well, I'm not going to say really, really good because that's just my. Uh, but seem to be well researched, well and and um, well respected. And it's Peptides UK. Yeah. And then UK Peptides. Right. One has a red banner. One has a blue banner. 
and they're the UK-based ones, and they are all over Reddit answering questions all the time, which is always a good sign. Yeah. And um, people have done blood work with their stuff and, and posted results saying, yeah, this is legit. I've had my blood work done. And anybody who's had their blood work done, nothing's happened. They've always been like, you know, it's impossible for us to monitor every single item. We order all from the same distributors who are trusted, but some some items may get, you know, maybe not Damage packaged in transit, in transit properly and might be exposed. Um, so, and when and that has been the case at any point, they've just completely sent them out what they ordered plus more stuff. Yeah. So that says a lot that they're backing up their product that way. Yeah. You know, and not and responding to any negatives plus all the positives plus, you know, all the advice. And yeah. Stuff. I am uh, part of obviously the TRT thing was hoping that that was going to make me more resilient, less likely to have issues like this. Yeah. So it is a bit of a kick in the dick that like within six <laughs> weeks of starting TRT, I've had my first ever tear. Um, and would, well, it, would it have happened if I wasn't on TRT? Yes, of course it would have. It was just... The singularity. Yeah, it was a, it's yeah. a one-off. Like I'm, I was trying to get into a new sport and I was starting to take it seriously. I was actually looking at competitions to enter. Um, and... You were uh, coming out of one-dimensional, very heavy, very stringent, strict weightlifting training, mm-hmm. which is not dynamic in any real way, no. going into full fluid dynamic motions with intensity yeah. and sudden <clears throat> bursts of intensity. Yeah. So uh, it was inevitable. You're going to hurt. It's just a shame. It's such a big... Yeah, it, it was a bit more serious than it... Well, I, I still don't know. Because um, the thing is, it's weird. Like... As I, if, I, if I rest, if I don't do anything all day, I'll actually have a little bit of mobility back in it. It'll come back. But Do you have any ever like sharp pains? Don't See, don't now, really. you know how my bicep moved, looked like it was moving normally and everything yeah, because yeah. it was stuck to the other head? Yeah. I would still get searing, sudden pains if I moved it through a certain... Like, if I went to shut a door behind me like that, mm. I would, my arm, it got boom, like almost like weaken my knees pain but then outside of that it was like i could move it like there was nothing wrong but you're not getting any pain which suggests it's attached i get a bit of it's discomfort it's not pain it it almost makes me feel sick it's like um it's not pain it's it feels very similar to almost having a a stomach ache because of where it is it's like you know when your guts are going around and it feels like it's inside you almost like a bit of a cramp Mm. it's like that but Inside, because at first I couldn't tell whether I'd got cramp in my. Ah, uh, okay. Well, that suggests that it's still attached. Yeah. Well, the fact that there is mobility coming back to it, it's got to be attached, but it's by how much, and I don't know you don't how much. It. Yeah, I don't know how much it needs to be attached by for them to be like, oh yeah, that's cool, it'll heal on its own. If it's fucking hanging on by a thread, is that enough for it to then fully heal back without a surgery, or would they still it's be slow. like the problems? The problems of blood supply, but that's where the BPC and everything will come in because. It helps with that bridging of yeah. the tears, so it speeds that up. So you're more likely to not require the surgery because it will heal much faster than it would without it. And then, so obviously, you're less likely to keep. It, it's going to get start repairing rather than getting worse. Yeah, yeah. I know with because um, obviously I'm doing TRT twice a week. I'm still the problem with the TRT is is it it, it can fuck up. You need to be on collagen. You're on collagen. Yeah, I take collagen anyway. Yeah, because you well. We're on TRT, but you know, people on steroids, because yeah. it fucks with the lipid levels, yeah. it actually weakens tendons and ligaments. Right. But they're on that's when they're on high doses. Yeah. So I think within the normal ranges, well, I've you actually, should be all right. I've got all my bloods done, which we're going to do in a short. Oh, like, so we're going to film that right now after this, aren't we? Yeah, so we're going to go through. So this is me like... We've got four minutes, then we'll film that. Seven-ish. It was like about seven weeks after starting. Yeah. Um, and I was quite surprised at the results. 
Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know them. Just yeah, yeah. Alexis doesn't so know. So I'm quite surprised. And I, I, yesterday, I quickly worked out so I can see how they... I also didn't know how he'd done his hip in. Yeah, yeah. Everything... I, I, I genuinely thought he'd done it training, you fucking jiu-jitsu. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I am disappointed because I've, I've been really enjoying it, really getting into it. And I don't know. I feel like... I make, feel a bit like I've let... It's the, making you bold and crippled at the moment. I feel like I've let the, the guys at jiu-jitsu down a bit because, like, I'm, obviously I haven't, but, like... You know, they're always really encouraging and, you know, they were really glad that I was planning on doing a competition and we, you know, we talk a lot about it outside of was actual Stu training. There? Uh, no, Stu, I didn't know I did it at the time. Like was I Stu ju- not there? Um, cool. Right, yeah. Stu, your fault. We're blaming you. <laughs> Absolutely. If you were there, you'd have had him warming up. You'd have been like... I can't remember if he was there. Lou, you giant day. sausage. Have you no, made yourself a bit bendy? he was there on that day. But yeah, it's just what one of those isn't it? when you're not there. Shit happens. Um, so yeah, I do feel like I've let them down a little bit because I was really like getting into the swing of things. They were seeing me make real good progress, and yeah, I was planning on doing a competition. But hopefully, fingers crossed, it might just be you know a few few weeks, three to six weeks out, um, if it's nothing too major. But we shall see. I'll let you know on the next podcast, which won't be next week. Are we explaining what's going on because you're going to be away in France? I am away, zooming around my steel horse in France, obviously, as I said, down to Bordeaux. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we're thinking is we're going to give you a load of multiple shorts Yeah. Uh, in that way. So you're going to get some half-hour episodes, but multiples of them. Um, so it should give you a, a guys who need to catch up on previous episodes, give you a chance to do that, and we'll put out these little shorts in the meantime. Yeah. And then we'll be back to our hour-long and shorts when we are all back, because you're off this. you've got another story as well, because you're off to Scotland. Yes, yeah, I've got to wrap this one up quickly. But yeah, I'm literally, the reason we're doing it early in the morning on Friday is because I'm going to Scotland tonight. Well, driving up in a few hours' time, because I'm picking up my pup. Getting my what? Up. You're getting it? Yeah. Holy shit, I thought you were just going up to look at it. No, no, that was like two weeks ago. Yeah, so it, it's it's eight weeks today. So uh, tomorrow we'll be bringing it back. Holy fuck. Yeah. Tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely coming to see it. Yeah. I'm going to ride it. Oh, I'm going to fix my bike chain yeah. tonight Yeah. because I need to scrub in the new tyre mm-hmm. and run the slack through the chain. Come down on. So I can ride down. Come down on like Sunday or something like that. Like I literally need to ride the bike. It's yeah. like I have to for mechanical reasons. Yeah, come down Sunday. And that's or, a good ride because it's like 20, 30, 60 mile turnaround trip. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, what, I'll, uh, if you remember to do it, if I send you some photos, you could put a picture of the pup up. He looks so fucking cute. Looks so oh, cute. I'm going to want a fucking dog when I see it. Yeah. Yeah. He's already, he's, a, he's about seven kilos at eight weeks old and they grow a kilo a week. What are you going to do though? Like with a pup and work? You're going to take it into the gym? Emma works from home, so oh. she works from home. And be a gym dog. Surely you got to have the gym. He dog. will be. He will be coming in. Um, not going to be all the time, but he will be coming in. You need him as the gym mascot. Oh yeah, because he will be the most jacked thing yeah, imagine, in the building. Imagine picture of him on that red carpet. Yeah. You need to get him in and do a picture a week. Yeah. On the same spot, you know, when you hold them up by the paws. Yeah. With the with the red carpet behind you and the logo yeah. and then just do the same picture every week once a week yeah. and you'll have the time and people fucking love that shit so we're going to wrap it up because we are going to commit to keeping these shorter for you guys like we said so uh, this has been your this will be your last main one for just one week but you'll have a load of shorts coming your way we're going to film the TRT lose blood work TRT right now as yeah. well uh, so we've got another TRT kind of ish talk that'll be coming up as well next week too it's the it's the what we would what where yeah, our so, boundaries are now? Now we're big yeah. geary bastards. Yeah, where, where are so you'll have, you'll have listened to this one's on the Monday, then on the Thursday you'll have the our steroid abuse yeah. chat, yeah. and then 
we'll then you'll have lose blood work after that mm -hmm. and then i think there's and we've got another one in the bank do we or is yeah. that the two I don't know, one more in the bank about oh yeah then we've got another one in the bank about uh jack you know is it is are jacked people attractive oh and, yeah, and yeah i go on a rant and say something that's definitely going to offend a load of you oh god yeah yeah, yeah you completely definitely, you put definitely. your foot right in even your even more so because lou disagrees with me almost immediately yeah it like, makes nope. me sound like an absolute asshole but i'm leaving it in <laughs> but <laughs> did you, you listen have, to it back and we're like oh. i'm not listening to it back because i won't put it up <laughs> so <laughs> you have to bear with me on it i might do a little disclaimer at the beginning saying pre-warning for this show you're about to hear something that'll probably offend you when you first hear it but stick with me i promise you i'm not a butthole <laughs> Enjoy the show. I think I really am going to do that. Brilliant. Yeah. All right. So on that note, we'll catch you in the next one. Um, and hopefully Lou will have, you'll have a picture of Lou's pup up. Yeah, point. I'll send that over now. Mm, toodle pip. Bye.